we told him how important it was. It was passionate. I talked about my trip to Ukraine where I met soldiers who had Russian artillery in range with the drones they have, but had no ammunition to fire at. We talked about four brigades who are ready to go, Ukrainian, no arms, and how serious the lack of arms was. And it was the consensus in that room, Zelensky and Ukraine will lose the war if we don't get the arms and don't get them quickly. The speaker brought up the border. We made it very clear to him that we want to do something real on border. And in fact, we Democrats in the Senate supported a border bill that very conservative groups, including the Border Patrol agents, the Wall Street Journal editorial page, and uh, Chamber of Commerce were for, but said to hold up Ukraine, which as he admitted was a national imperative, because you can't do something else which we all should work on, was a non sequitur. There was no logic. There's a logic to solving the border. We want to solve it. But we have to, but we have to do Ukraine right now because there's an await with that can get done quickly because that has broad bipartisan consensus and the border takes some more work, which we'll be happy to work on to get it done but not hold up the Ukraine bill for it. Senator Schumer, let me first just uh, thank President Biden for convening us for this very important discussion to address the important challenges that are confronting the American people. Uh, it was an intense meeting. It was an honest meeting. And ultimately, it was a productive meeting. We discussed three issues. First, the need to avoid a government shutdown and to fund the government so that we can address the needs of the American people in terms of their health, their safety, and their economic well-being. We are making real progress on the appropriations bills that are scheduled to lapse on March 1st. And I'm cautiously optimistic uh, that we can do what is necessary within the next day or so to close down these bills and avoid a government shutdown. At the same time, it may be important to come to an agreement that's bipartisan and anchored in common sense to extend the pending expiration of the eight additional bills that are scheduled to lapse on March 8th so that good faith, tough negotiations can continue in the absence of a government shutdown. Second, we discussed the urgent national security priorities of the American people as captured in the bipartisan, comprehensive Senate-passed legislation. This is an existential moment for the free world as it relates to being there for our democratic allies in Ukraine, in Israel, and in the Indo-Pacific, and also at the same period of time making sure that we provide humanitarian assistance to Palestinian civilians who are in harm's way in Gaza or in other theaters of war through no fault of their own. Third, as Leader Schumer indicated, we had an open and honest and a candid, firm discussion about the border. We all agree that we have a broken immigration system and there is a need to address the challenges at the border in a thoughtful, bipartisan way. As Democrats, we support a safe, a strong, a secure, and a humane 
border. We just need our House Republican colleagues not to play politics and engage in political stunts relative to the border, but to sit down, as was done in the Senate, and enter into good faith discussions about fixing our broken immigration system. As Democrats, we stand ready to do just that. We want to go to uh, House Speaker Mike Johnson at the podium at the White House. Let's listen. President, just he and I in the Oval Office. Uh, let me say this. When I showed up today, my purpose was to express what I believe is the obvious truth, and that is that we must take care of America's needs first. When you talk about America's needs, you have to talk first about our open border. I've been, I believe, in uh, maybe 20-something states over the last several weeks, going around the country, uh, appearing at events with my colleagues, and we're hearing from the American people of all parties and all persuasions in all cities and all states who feel this acutely, they understand the catastrophe at the border is affecting everyone. And it is top of mind for all the American people for that reason. So I brought that issue up repeatedly today in that room and, and again one-on-one -on -one with the president. I think that's our responsibility uh, to bring that up. The other big priority for our country, of course, is the funding of our government. And we have been working in good faith around the clock every single day for months and, and weeks and over the last several days quite literally around the clock to get that job done. We're very optimistic. I, I hope that the other leaders came out here and told you the same. We believe that we can get to agreement on these issues and prevent a government shutdown, and that's our first uh, responsibility. Uh, you also heard, I'm sure, that there was um, discussion about the supplemental uh, spending package, and uh, I was very clear with the president and all those in the room that the House is actively uh, pursuing and uh, investigating all the various options on that and we will address that in a timely manner. But again, the first priority of the country is our border and making sure it's secure. I, I believe the president can take executive authority right now today to change that. And I told him that again today in person, as, as I've said to him many times, publicly and privately over the last several weeks. It's time for action. It is a catastrophe and it must stop. And we will get the government funded and we'll keep working on that. So we'll have more for you. Thank you. Johnson, they're coming out of a meeting at the White House where he was under a lot of pressure uh, and has been as well from his predecessors urging him to prevent a government shutdown. But you heard him there saying there has to be an, uh, a sort of a dealing of the open border, even though there was an agreement that he has said no to, that his conference has said no to, because Donald Trump said no to. Let's go back now to Lauren Fox on Capitol Hill here. Lauren, where does this leave us? Yeah, certainly he kind of laid out this series of issues that they discussed, and he notably said that he had a one-on-one -on -one conversation with the president where he did bring up, once again, the issue of the border. I want to talk about the border issue first because I think what he's arguing here is that House Republicans want to see action on the border before they are willing to do something on Ukraine. Of course, as you pointed out, the Senate had been negotiating a bipartisan agreement. The House Republicans rejected it swiftly after it was released after coming under some pressure from Donald Trump not to agree to that Senate negotiated package. And then the whole thing really fell apart. And what you've heard from Democrats and what you've heard from the White House is that was your opportunity. But it seems in this case, Speaker Johnson making it clear House Republicans want to see action on the border before they move forward with Ukraine. So that remains a key sticking point, despite the fact that it does sound like from Schumer, there was immense pressure put upon him, reminding him 
him of what is at stake in Ukraine, reminding him that time is of the essence on the battlefield. The other issue that he said repeatedly is that they are working to avoid a government shutdown. He believes that they are going to be able to avoid a government shutdown. I did not hear specifics about how they are actually going to do that over the course of the next 72 hours because they certainly don't have a lot of time. What I have been told from aides that are talking and close to this process is that they have closed out many of the issues that had been sticking points, but there are still a few of them that remain outstanding. And you might be really close. You might be on the cusp of a deal, but until you close out those final issues, you really do put yourself in a position where you can stumble backwards into a government shutdown. And I think right now that is what we are watching on Capitol Hill. They may have all intents and purposes of avoiding one, but unless the negotiators and the principals, which you just heard from, agree on what those uh, final bills are going to look like, it becomes very difficult to see how this can move quickly in Congress. So I would say after hearing from Johnson, after hearing from Schumer, they are optimistic, but there is no guarantee that a shutdown is going to be avoided at this point. And here we go again. Uh, Lauren Fox on the Hill for us. Let's uh, bring CNN senior political analyst Mark Preston back with us. Uh, what is your reaction to this meeting? Because it seems like a lot of circular talking where you have Johnson saying there has to be this addressing of the open border. But remember, there was a border agreement that was worked out in the sen Senate and he quashed it. So where does that leave things? Crafted by Democrats and Republicans Correct. in the United States Senate, and President Trump came out even before the bill was uh, was uh, put out publicly and said that he wasn't for it. Look, it's a political issue for him right now. We know that the President Biden and uh, former President Trump are both going to be down uh, uh, at the border on Thursday. Uh, this has become an explosive issue, and of course, we've seen some horrific stories that have come out. You know, in the past week, this young woman who was murdered down. Uh, in Athens, Georgia, and, you know, its tie with that being somebody who came over here illegally and had been and let go. So this is a very uh, potent political issue when it comes to that. When the government shuts down, or could the government shut down, that's an incredible amount of pressure now being put on the Speaker's shoulders because he has people within his own conference who are telling him that a shutdown is better for him, which we all know is not.